Good morning, good afternoon, good day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Recon One Leadership with this your friend Edmund. And welcome, audience. This is Rick. How you doing, Rick? Well, you know, we're living in an eventful world. You know, lots of lots of stress and trauma out here for everybody to, to share in. Yes, indeed. And today we would like to focus on from combat leadership to civilian family leadership during difficult times. How can we transition all of that experience into our normal lives and our enterprises and our businesses and our work? And with that... Let's just, uh, I want to tell everybody who's listening and tune in that as we get close to the end of the year, that doesn't matter what's going on. Always keep your focus on what matters and what matters is, is the most important thing that you need to keep in your uppermost of your mind and to thrive in life because the future only will favor the daring people. Let's just be bold, daring today. Make the move towards your vision. Always keep that vision. As we always talk in this podcast, keep that vision because that vision, a clear vision, is the one that's going to pay it off. Do not pay attention to those downers that always want to bring you down, want to bring more chaos to you, more crisis, more negative things. Do not let them distract you from your vision. And I say again, be keep focused on what matters, Rick. That's how I want to start this podcast today, my friend. Right on. When we think about 2019, New Year's, and the excitement with which we all broached the year 2020, you know, we were turning another decade. And, you know, overall, you know, the last decade had been pretty all right for most of us here on planet Earth. But no, did we not know what 2020 would hold. And it has been a year of roller coaster riding, and most of it has been downhill. However, leadership comes into play not just when times are good, but when times are where they are now, when things are not going well, that's the time you know what kind of leader you are. And, you know, using the title, combat leadership to all other areas of leadership. You know, combat essentially, whether it's on a fire ground or whether it's on, you know, the open plains of Europe or the deserts of Saudi Arabia, it's just pure chaos. And that's what we've all experienced this year was pure chaos. You know, we all feel out of control of our lives and destinies right now. You know, and our families may feel like they're out of control. But we're here to share with you a few, you know, pearls of wisdom and nuggets of, of information that will hopefully help you to stay in control and to guide the ship of your family or your business or your organization through these rough waters. Because as we all know, this too shall pass, but it needs a steady hand on the stern. Right now, we're going to kind of just 
jump into talking about how to be that steady hand. When we look at taking the skills that, you know, some of us learned in the military or the fire department, you know, or, you know, whatever other, you know, action where you have gained most of your leadership opportunities, you can fine tune those skills and you can, you know, take them into other areas of your life. A part of being, you know, a family and being a part of your family is, you know, when things are uncertain, you know, we thrive as humans in certainty. Uh, when you can bring calm in the midst of what seems to be a chaotic world, when you can walk into your home and your family members can come into your home and they find peace. Peace is not about what's in the home materially. It's about what you bring, you know, the security and the comfort that you bring. You know, simple things we do offer peace and solace to the people that we care for, like sitting down to dinner together. When we sit around a dinner table, you know, and all have the opportunity just to talk to each other, we can reassure those who are important to us. Just like, you know, on a battleground, you know, in a fire department, you know, after an action's over, you know, we huddle with what we call in the army, the AAR, you know, but we huddle. That's right. You know, and, you know, think of your dinner table as that huddle for your family. You know, how was your day? That's the input. When we start talking about transitioning, the leadership skills that you have learned being a soldier, being a firefighter, being a policeman, you take that and you turn that down, you know, and repackage it to help your family to be successful, to help your neighborhood to be successful. Because everybody needs leadership right now. And even leaders are wearing thin. You know, we're fighting COVID-19. We're fighting, you know, economics. You know, there are so many things that we are out of control on right now that, you know, we need steady hands. We need leadership that can lead. The job, you know, that you take when you pick up the gavel of leading anything anywhere is you know, to be that steady hand when times are rough. And no times, you know, in recent memory, for me, have been as rough as they are right now, you know, for us as a nation, and not only as a nation, but a world. So, you know, it's an opportunity to practice many of the things we've discussed, even in other episodes, you know, how to bring people together. And I think uh, one of the main things that, that will bring people together is, on a nutshell, caring, care for others, be able to trust one another and, and, and respect. That's to me would be the ultimate thing that is going to help us out to, to continue being the leaders that we need to be for our family, for our enterprise, for, you know, for those who are still in the military or law enforcement. And one thing that I, I love about this, uh, this quote that I want to share with you from Six Sigler when he said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That is very so rare. you can be the greatest person with all the applets and all the degrees and awards and, and qualifications. But if, if you don't take care of the people that, are, that you are leading, you don't have that personal connection, that human connection, you will never be able to, to lead 
anybody at best you may lead you and as we know we are the hardest person to to lead every in, in any individual the hardest person that you can ever lead is going to be yourself so as as we transition and, and navigate on on here we we must always be able to care for for one another regardless of your position whether you are are uh, the lower level entry job or you be the high executive you must have that personal connection you know as us being in the you know veterans or combat veterans you know leadership to civilian is is the same is the same thing always care for people always taking care of them respect them and trust them and gain your trust because leadership is given doesn't matter if you have the title you're going to be given people will give you the opportunity to lead them and if you're not leading them correctly you may only have only the title so as we transition in, in my case i always like to talk about you know different experiences that happen in the military and put it in to an enterprise how how that can help me so if you think about what is what is combat leadership as as you mentioned combat leadership really to me is like going to the super bowl or going to the soccer world cup right because that combat provide the, that ultimate test of your leadership ability and as you as you go in there all it require is you as leader to influence your soldier to be able to willing risk their life to achieve the, the organization goals whatever the mission is we are putting ourselves out there and the people you, we lead they're willing to 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 give the life for the cost right so that trust must be built before going to the super bowl that trust on 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 your subordinates need to be built prior to going to a marketing campaign <clears throat> that trust it had to happen before you send somebody into the into the cell force you had to build that and how you build that is through communication and connection as the old uh running uh running cadence how we say in the army uh you know shoot move and communicate right <clears throat> so boom boom, boom. <laughs> so we always use that as as an anchor yeah we run in and we sing and then we keep everybody motivated with that but you know shoot move and communicate so act on on your on your campaign on your sales campaign on your marketing campaign or your political campaign and as you acting on that then you move and navigate to touch the people or while you're doing that you touch all these people and you move leapfrog to one position to another to be able to to help one everybody in within your organization and as you're doing all that you communicate and that my friends is how we building these blocks of trust yeah and you know you you, you said a mouthful when you said it's about trust you know in 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 the modern corporate world you know millennials are unique employees because they expect to work for people that they can trust and trust that you're doing the right things 
um, not only for them, but, you know, for example, the environment, you know, so um, trust at every level is, is truly your key, you know, and when you are a leader and your people don't trust you, you know, you've already lost a tenant of leadership, you know, because in order for me to be able to work effectively, you know, with you and for you, I have to have that ability to trust you. You know, so you, when you point that out, you know, you really hit on, you know, a major key there. And, and in our families, you know, our families trust us. They trust us to make certain decisions, you know, and, you know, when we break those bonds of trust or if those bonds of trust are never established, you know, when the rough times, like we are all experiencing in one phase or another, you know, come, you know, it, it's like a house uh, built upon the sand, the water comes and quickly washes it away. So when we talk about, you know, how to survive and how to begin to thrive under less than idea conditions, you know, you have to have integrity, honor, trust, courage, and candor. You know, you would say how courage fits into that. Well, when times are bad, Martin Luther King said, a measurable man is not when times are good, but when times are hard. You know, we've all heard the old adage, everybody's your friend when, it, when there's a party. When everything's good, everybody's with you. But the time comes when things are not so rosy. That's when leadership shows up. Because that's also when, as you pointed out, empathy and compassion will also show up. And, you know, really, these things are just human traits. And if, you know, we would slow down in our times of peril and concentrate upon the humanity of each other just a little bit more, we'll find that even being that we're facing what seems to be insurmountable odds, you know, every day there's something new that's happening. You know, the president has now been diagnosed with COVID and has been hospitalized at Walter Reed. You know, and all these things affect our national psyche. You know, but if, you know, I, I did some thinking, you know, and I remember we just passed 9-11 and, you know, somewhere we were and someone asked, where were you on 9-11? You know, we all remember exactly where we are when we saw those planes, at least the second plane for certain, and most of us hit that tower. It is etched into our memory. And if you think back to that feeling of what came over us, that spirit of we are one came over us. Everything else that divided America all of a sudden went to a back burner because there was someone on the outside trying to destroy our house internally. And, you know, it was an eerie day because I was in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I remember you know, what has turned out to be foresight of, of COVID. Because that day, I was driving back. I had to stand at a hotel, and I had to drive back. And, you know, it was a couple hours after, um, you know, the planes had crashed. And there wasn't a soul. I'm talking not a living soul, not a car moving on the street. Nobody but me in this whole city, you know, for like 18 blocks. And, you know... You never, you know, recognize what the feeling of aloneness is. That was a feeling of aloneness. Well, you know, fast forward to 2020, 
COVID has given some people that feeling, you know, because of how we have now had to adapt our lives. But again, we have proven that if nothing else, we are an adaptable people. Now, what we have to have to kick COVID out, you know, is the spirit of unity that we had at 9-11. The leadership that we had that rose up, you know, that was able to unite us. Because like we have the now saying, we're all in this together and stronger together. And, you know, both of those are true. You know, and it takes a good leader to bring out the best of us. Worst times gives you that stage to bring out the best of a person, bring out the best of your leadership. So now's that time, you know, and now's that time. This is the time where, you know, you can make or break things. And families, there are a lot of families that are being broken right now because they didn't establish trust and leadership. You know, leadership will take you through hard times. Most of us can remember at some point in time, our pocketbooks have been light. You know, I, I remember, you know, when, you know, I was a young soldier and my kids were small and, you know, man, you know, hey, and we'd drive from Alabama or Missouri or wherever we were to visit folks in, in you know, Louisiana or visit folks here in Texas. You know, you know, here we are, you know, a man, a woman, three children, a dog, a cat, a bird, a turtle, luggage, and a picnic basket and an escort. Sailing down the road, happy as can be. Might have $200, you know, to get there and get back. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, wasn't staying in no hotels because we couldn't afford it. You stop at the rest area, set you up put, the picnic and, blanket. And you push through the whole, the whole trip. Yeah, you know? never, never stop. That's, that's the, the good, old, good old days. Yes. As, as we transition this, this 2020, without a doubt, being full of new opportunities. I, li I like to keep it positive. I think we have, mm -hmm. a, uh, what we have at hand is full opportunities for us to reinvent ourselves and, 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 and little shift as we have all this inconvenience and we know that this is a very serious thing that we, we know some, the numbers are out there. You know, I'm not going to mention the numbers right now because I, I don't have it in front of me, but so many people have been suffering this, this, this terrible thing. And it's our responsibility as leaders to keep our, our family uh, together and our enterprise and our, everybody who worked with us and, and care, like I said earlier, care is, is, is really, is paramount. Care will ensure that everybody in your team is safe during the execution. The, the plan, the execution or the, the plan or the task, the mission or the, the campaign, well, however we want to look at this. And that is so important to make sure that our team members are, are taken care of. I mean, in, my, in my time leading people, in the civilian world or in the military, I always kept that, that in mind. And I would like to share with you, uh, I would like to share with you, Rick, and our listener, I would like to share Rick. And I'm not talking about Rick, as in your name, Rick. R-I-K. When we are leaders, and I would like to give these acronyms, when, as leaders, we, we keep this in mind, how we can 
influence people or how people are going to follow us is going to be based on Rick. Hmm. Are your rank or position that will follow you because you have the position and they have to follow you your level one leadership. You really don't want to stay in that. That's not the desired desirable uh, position or desired way to lead people. However, they will follow you because they have to. Mm-hmm. But as, as, as you progress, you have to make sure that one will follow you based on your traits and your ability to lead. Once you show that you care for people, that you can lead, uh, teach them and, and show them the ropes, you already showing care that you add the, the, the uh, knowledge and your involvement. But to follow this acronym, Rick, then, then you go to the I as you shown everything that you know, that you care, all your traits, your involvement how much you get involved in that mission. And I, I never forget, I have a mentor of mine as I entered the world of operations. And I said, well, this is new to me. What are your, your takeaway, your, what, what, what your advice to me? And he looked at me and said, well, you make it to operation based on your ability to lead and on your, on your knowledge. So you have the knowledge with part of the acronym RIC but what you need to do is you need to get involved. Once you get involved in your in, in the tasking and your with your soldiers, you know, as as leader, take take action. He said basically, take action, understand your your task. Make sure that you also understand your conditions and your standards. At the end of the day, that's what what matters. The 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 intent of the task and the intent of the mission, what your CEO wants you to do, what the clients need or what your supervisor needs you to do, right? For, for your folks or in your case, you as, as, as a parent, your kids, your spouse, your significant other. So make sure that you always, people will follow you for your position, your rank, your involvement and your knowledge. Rick, right? So I would like to just give you that, give you this little framework that to understand where, where you at, because you may think that people are following you and it's many ways you can, you can test if you are leading effectively. But I would like to share that with you later on, because what I want to share with you is the, the law of respect, right? So the law of respect, it is all about again. It's all about trust. You know, trust and respect goes hand in hand. So as he, as we um, understand that all leadership is voluntarily, people tend to forget this. You are a leader. People are going to follow you voluntarily based on rank, based on your rank, position, or involvement. They will follow you as they see you because leadership, again, is also visual. Is Remember the old saying in the army, you know, do it as, as I do, as opposed to <laughs> do it as I said, right? You always follow. At least I always follow the, whoever led by example. The one that said, do it as I do. And I follow him and, 
and if we if he was wrong, I guess we, we were both wrong. But I followed that example, and if that was wrong, then I learned, and then we did the AAR, right? So just remember that leadership really is, is voluntarily. When when people respect a person, like I had this saying from 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 this uh, law of respect, when when people uh, um, respect you as a person, they admire you. When they respect you as a friend, they love you. When they respect you as a leader, they follow you. And that is, good, is, right? is, is, is key to be able to have these people follow you for, for what you do and for what they understand to what, what, what you do for them. So, and, and, and remember, the opposite can also happen. If you do the opposite, then, then the, the result will be, will be negative. So I just want to make sure that I get that out of my system. That, you know, your name, you just, I, I was thinking of your name, Rick. Oh, man, I have, I have acronym in your own name. I just got to come out with a C one of these days, right? <laughs> commitment. I mean, if we want to make, make your, your, your name. Uh, you commitment. <laughs> Candor. Yeah. Hey, right yeah, on. So, so that that is that is so important in in my opinion. We we are as as leaders, we always are being tested, whether you are on on a battleground, or uh, on a law as an law enforcement person in the military, as a CEO, as a salesperson. I mean, integrity is something that it must must be must be a num- number one as leader. You don't have integrity as leader. That that is something that. I don't know. I, I cannot help you with that. <laughs> but yeah. if, you, if you really want to find out if people are following you, do, do the following. I want to challenge everybody who listen and tuning in today and, and do this test of respect. And you ask them for a commitment. Let's see what they, what they do. Just give them a task and, and, and something hard. And as you talking to them, they see like you have the headlight, the what they call it? The deer in the headlights. The deer in the headlight. Then they either not paying attention because you're not you didn't communicate effectively, or they're not gonna be committed to you because something in the acronym of Frick is not is not clicking with them. Hey, you know. Well that's good right there. You know, I like I like the acronym. You know, that's, that's an excellent way of, uh, of challenging, you know, folks and, and measuring, you know, where you are. Um, but, you know, I, I agree totally with all the things you said there. You know, when we talk about, you know, leadership, like I said, we really, you know, narrow it too much because we think that someone else is the leader, you know, or it's just for my business. You know, well, no, you know, your family is your business. It's your most important business. You know, so all the skills that we can develop to develop those who are most important to us, you know, should be top priority. And, you know, it's your most challenging CEO job. I wouldn't care if you were CEO of Alphabet right now. You know, no CEO job is going to be harder than the one you've got at home. That is where, you know, your best, you know, leadership skills have to come into play. And for all of us who, you know, have children, whether they're grown or not, you know, or have had to have very close dealing with children, there's nothing like negotiating with a six-year-old to go to bed. You know, he will break the biggest CEO down. He'll break the biggest general down, biggest or major, you know, give it up, you know, hey, 
uh, you got to learn how to negotiate. And, you know, the way to do that is through empathy, compassion, you know, for and love for your family. You know, because ultimately leadership is about that. It's about putting the needs of others before you, before your own needs, putting the needs of the greater goal that we're all working toward. And in these challenging times, we really got to remember, you know, what our goals are. And, you know, the goal is we're all better together. So if we can just kind of help each other and leaders need help too, you know, don't let us, you know, talk about leadership in a way that we give you this, you know, lone wolf mentality. No, as leaders, we need each other. You need your family. You need the support to be able to guide and help, you know, because leaders get tired too, leaders struggle. And especially times like now, you know, so we want you to, you know, take these nuggets and, um, you know, chew on them for a while, you know, and, you know, we also want to hear from you um, about the things that are of your concerns in leadership. Now, what have you done and how do you face a task, whether it's, you know, in your professional life or, you know, your personal life. So we really want to make this uh, an interactive podcast at, at some, you know, not too distant point in the future where, you know, we can, you know, entertain your questions and comments and um, really, you know, become uh, one, we become a leadership team all the way around. Just remember what we're talking about here is leadership for every day, everyday leadership, everyday leadership, everyday leadership as you transform into the three dimensional leader that, that you have the ability to do. And, and it's no task that's going to be too hard for you because you never, you didn't know what was going on or that was new to you. Just remember Harriet Tubman when, when she went in and, and saved hundreds of people and took them in a train. She never seen the train before, but guess what she did? She went out there and saved them all. And, and that was a brave woman that we all should remember her and learn her, her, her leadership skills that, that she saved. And that was difficult time. That was a, a time of crisis. It was death or, or, or life, right? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you, had, you had to be able to, to, to survive. And not only just you survive and take those that were going with you at, as, as she did. And to me, that's honestly, that should be somebody that we should study more in school. But listen to this podcast. Hopefully, it, it'll give you that. Uh, a little fire to want to go learn more. To go and learn a bit more about this fabulous lady. And, and as we start getting to, to close out our episode today, I would like also go back and have you test in your, your ability to lead. More importantly, test your respect. Your, test your respect, how people respect you. Now, I asked you earlier to ask for a commitment. You know how we, your, your company, your enterprise, people get in the culture and everything run very smoothly and nothing is happening. And you know how, how resistant sometimes we get to change, right? Now, the challenge will be to have your people, ask your people for a change. Challenge your people 
with a chain and see how everything shifts because leadership, remember, as a leader, we always going to be served with a buffet of what? Troubles, issues, inconvenience. That's the dynamic of being a leader. So if you can observe and challenge your people on, on commitment and on challenge and see how they react, they follow you, then, then you did good with Rick. And I'm not talking about Mr. Rick Williams here. I'm talking about the Rick that I, that I tell you about, right? Your position, your involvement, your knowledge, your commitment. If you're showing all of that, people will go right along with your challenge and, and your commitment. So with that, let us know your comments. Follow us on our Facebook page and our uh, website. And if you have any comments on what you have learned today or something that you want us to learn about you, let us know as we all together learn about leadership, everyday leadership, become a dimensional leader with us. Right on. You know, I think that is a fitting way to close out this episode. And, you know, I encourage everybody to just keep plugging away. Life is an adventure and, you know, leadership is an adventure. And there are many challenges that will, you will face, but there are just as many glorious moments. And when you reach those glorious moments, all the challenges seem small. So with that, I return to you, sir. Thank you, sir. And look forward to link with you. And don't forget, every week we have a new episode coming up. So stay tuned for more with that. This is Edmund, and I'm... And this is Rick. Roger out.